y'all, it's Sarah Dawn. This week, the very last episode of We Them on Angst airs. I wanted to say a quick thank you for being such a wonderful audience for the past year and a half as I've learned the ropes of podcasting. I'm sorry the podcast is ending, especially as the S&P seems to be ramping back up again, but I'm also glad I had this experience. I wanted to thank past and current staff for being an awesome support system, and Holler Studios for creating such a welcoming community for myself and other teen podcasts out there. If you listeners ever want to work with me on a podcast, please reach out to Howler Studios for more information on teen podcasting. I might be ending this pod, but I won't be going anywhere. See you soon. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Live on Angst. I'm your host, Peep, and today we are speaking with Elle and Jamie from Lemberg the Musical. How are you both today? Elle, your name's first. You go first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing great. And I'm doing great. I'm doing pretty good, actually. I got home from work, and I'm vibing. I'm vibing. <laughs> I'm also vibing. I just watched both Paddington movies back to back. I was uh, feeding my brains out uh, in a game of Valorant, so... <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about that game. <clears throat> yeah. Alright, so I guess we can start with the questions. Who is your favorite Dream SMP character and why? You know what? I'll... You want me to go first? Yes, you. You. you uh, go I'll, I'll go first. I'm the resident, um, actual <laughs> fan, per, fan person in the fandom. Um, uh, for me, character Tommy is probably my favorite. Uh, totally, hundred percent, definitely not because I'm an editor, but um, <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed Tommy's character throughout. I uh was introduced to character Tommy really um through Technoblade during right after the Exile arc. That's when I started watching live streams really. And started getting introduced to his POV, and then then I looked was watching back through all the vods and all of the videos that Tommy has made on throughout the Lemanberg arc and everything, and I've just really grown grown um, a fondness and a understanding of Tommy's character and the struggles and the reasoning for everything he everything he's done on the server, and it's really cool. Um. For someone who enjoys storytelling, and as someone who's you know part of a large pro- project like this, to see all the different versions and interpretations of the character, the debates on whether he's good, whether he's bad, whether he's the reason to blame or not, it's really cool. And I think the character is so deeply flawed to the point where it's just very well done by just a kid who's kind of shitting around. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank God. <laughs> thank, thank God. I was like... The first uh, content creator out of all the people who were on the Dream SMP that I watched back in maybe 2016, 17. So, okay, I have to admit something. I joined the musical project before I knew anything about Dream SMP, <laughs> which, which is very funny to a lot of people but um yeah so i basically the first time me watching the story was watching the finished product <laughs> uh but yeah after that i went through and watched quite a lot of it 
Oh, all of it, I guess. I, I, I do think either Wilbur or Schlatt's my favorite. I like Wilbur just because of his descent into madness. It's just stoic leader turned into complete maniac. And I like Schlatt because of how non-seriously he took the role, despite mm-hmm. being serious at the same time. I know this is more about the actual content creators themselves other than the, other than the characters, but I, I, I do like how laid back his portrayal of the this strong leader was yeah that's that's my answer my answer was right. not none <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um i guess l kind of just answered this but um how did you get into the fandom well again like l kind of explained it for me um you know throughout the quarantine and everything um, I watched, um, in 2019, I watched a lot of Slime School videos, so I watched all the Minecraft stuff with, um, uh, Bisley and Condi and all the mod videos and stuff like that, and, um, that turned into, uh, 2020, where I started watching, um, Dreams Manhunt series in August, so I went from just, like, watching, like, rewatching all Slime School videos to all of a sudden, hey, what's this Minecraft Manhunt thing in August? It's like, wow, that's pretty neat. And then I just kept watching those videos, and then that turned into watching the Technoblade videos. Um, the Technoblade videos then led me to the first ever live stream I watched, which happened to be November 16th, 2021. 2020, not 2021. Was it? 2020, yeah. November 16th, 2020. So I was there during the, f- <laughs> um, yeah, the events of November 16th with the blowing up of Lemanberg and everything by Will. That was my first introduction to the Dream SMP, the live stream. <laughs> and then from there, I just um, watched techno streams whenever I could. And then I just kept going in. And then, again, like I said earlier, around January, late January, early February, I get into Tommy content, watched all his videos, watched his streams daily, and being in quarantine and stuff like that. All of a sudden, I'm watching daily, and I get hooked really badly. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> L, do you want to answer it again, or um? Uh, well, I, I'd obviously watched, you know, Soot House. Uh, I was big into that when that was still going, and then I kind of just followed on Wilbur's stuff. And it was when did the whole Lemanberg thing start? Was it like July twenty twenty? Wasn't it? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember it was summer of twenty twenty. And I heard it all going on, and I saw it going on on like Twitter and stuff. And I was like, oh, I, I just that sounds g- cool. I guess I'll, I'm I'm not gonna probably not gonna catch live streams because I have a short attention span. I can't sit there for like an hour and a half watching. But it, it, it was about the same time my Wilbur U2s came as well, so I felt like a bit of an idiot <laughs> not watching all the streams, but having a Wilbur U2s. Um, but yeah, I, I, I say I've always been in the background of the fandom, but I never actually got into the Dream SMP until probably only a few months ago. What DSMP character or characters do you, like, draw inspiration from? Um, You know what? I'll just keep on the train of going first. So for, obviously, so for Lemanberg the Musical, um, uh, I voice... I'm the voice actor for Dream, so a lot of my um, inspiration for obviously has to come from playing him. But I really enjoy like Dream's portrayal and his acting and stuff like that. And 
other characters, I really love uh, character Tommy a lot. I love his... I just love the way he just is himself, and then he gets panicked. Um, again, like what Al was saying about Schlatt and Wilbur also doing phenomenal with their characters. Wilbur's Descent to Madness. Schlatt's like taking... Um, making a joke out of the fact that he's doing roleplay, but also at the same time being the perfect villain and the antagonist to Wilbur and Tommy during the Manberg Poctopia arc. And while, like, I know that he doesn't really do as much, like, acting per se, Techno does a really good job of putting himself into the role. And you know what? And when I go into... When I started joining this project and musical um that's what i kind of wanted to do i just wanted to throw myself into something and with that it's just like hi i might not know what's going on i don't have experience voice acting but i want to do it so i'm gonna do it uh and, oh yep sorry oh, no go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i'd say for me i i already mentioned wilbur and schlatt because they have like the sort of funny man straight man dynamic like you know, like the comedy duo dynamic but Obviously, it's more blurred than playing characters. Another character I like is is um, a Tubbo. I, I, no one's mentioned him yet. I, I like his ability to slip into character really easily. Just I, I know him and Rambu are married on the server, and they're, they, they have a good friendship dynamic. And I think just the way he can interact with other people on the server is very, very entertaining. And I, I, I like that. That's That's a good inspiration drawing point i think very different from how tommy acts on for his lore stuff where tommy's kind of like you can tell when it's just content creator tommy and then he goes into but and then tubbo is just kind of like you ease he eases into it and it's like oh shoot he's doing lore now which at first like drew criticism for like oh he's bad at acting but you're like wait he's not I, I think his just character and his real life personality are kind of sim. Well, I know Tommy's character is just a like a, a, a extremely outlandish version of like the person himself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whereas Tubbo's Tubbo's always been more kind of laid back and quiet, and I think his character really he he's he can very sneakily go into his character without people realizing straight away, and I think that's that's nice. I like that. <laughs> What is your favorite arc from the Dream SMP? Al, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, go on then. I like the Exile arc. I think that's... Uh, everything post-blowing up Lamanberg is not the clearest to me, because every that was where everyone started doing their own thing, sort of, and there were so many different things going off at once. But I do think Tommy getting exiled, that was a really... I mean, I'm I'm not an emotional person, but I'd say that was very difficult to watch at times, just because of how I don't know. He he's a good actor. He sounded very pained, and I think that that's my favorite art because it's it it's supposed to convey very strong emotion. I think mm-hmm. for something that was like I, for me, it was also exile, not because you know I I I love character dream and character Tommy. And that's a lot of interaction, but like. Like I was saying, like Tommy does a really good job at like expressing pain with something that was just kind of a joke at first. So it was like, haha, what if we just kick Tommy out of Lamanberg and then let's have everyone on Twitter vote for it? And all of a sudden, wow, Tommy's gone. Haha, that's so funny. Haha, what happened to Tommy's skin? Haha. 
What's going on? And then you get <laughs> Tommy's really good acting, just really going to the lowest of lows, and Dream just like just loving it and reveling in it. And he really, they both do such a good job. And then Tommy's climb out of that and going to Technoblade and then trying to fight back, get back Lemanberg and everything. I think, again, from, again, like what Elle was saying, like everything after the um, blowing up of Manberg and everything, I, I, it's very chaotic, but I've followed along since then and I've loved every arc. I wish I um, knew more about like Egg Egglore and stuff like that, and with like more recent Egglore coming up, I'm going to be paying attention. But Exile will always have a place in my heart. Yeah. I'm in the same boat there. I have absolutely no idea what's going on with the egg. <laughs> Current lore is like, oh my god, what do you mean there's lore? Oh no. <laughs> like a year ago, this 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 red thing started appearing on my Twitter timeline. I was like, what the hell is that? And, yeah. And, 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 and now it's important after going into a recession for a year. Oh dear. It's almost been a year since the banquet. That throws me off. I remember watching Banquet Live. That was awesome. That was an awesome stream. I was just shocked. Um. So, how did you get into the the musical project? Did I go first again? Uh, yeah, Al, you have the easier answer, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have the uh, easier answer. <laughs> so, I'd seen Ian's stuff before. I'd seen, I think it was, what's what's the, what's, I, is it Revel, the one that's on YouTube? It is, isn't it? Uh, there's a bunch of them. Uh, Ian has opinions on YouTube. Only with, with a couple music. hundred thousand views. Regret, uh, I'll be that, the villain. Uh, regret, I think. Regret, I, I, that would be the one. I'd, I'd seen that before, and I'd listened to that, and I've gone, that's cool that people are making music out of this. And then I didn't think about it again. And I, I've been looking for like voice acting stuff for a while. I've done a couple of projects before this. So I don't know if you know this, but all auditions were held on Casting Call Club, which is this just a website where you can post your projects. And I saw... I was just scrolling through it mindlessly. I do every couple of weeks. And I, I, it caught my eye, and it was like, Lemanberg the musical. And I thought, Lemanberg, isn't that... And I googled it, and I was like, oh, that's, that's what Wilbur's doing. And I thought, British white male? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, me, so, me see, me go. <laughs> I thought, British white male? That's perfect. So I went on it, and I auditioned... I, also, they don't want you to know this, but everyone's audition is public, so <laughs> you can go listen to everyone's auditions. Totally not embarrassing. Still up, yeah. No, the casting call is still up. If you want to go check out everyone's auditions, at least yeah. for the Act One stuff. Yeah. So I auditioned for Wilbur and Tommy, and it just so happened I I got the the role for Wilbur. So I'd never seen Dream SMP. I just liked Wilbur as a YouTuber before all the Dream SMP stuff. And I just thought, why not, man? <laughs> what about you? Um, for me, I I had two things like coincide at once. So, um, around the time I started watching Technoblade, so like November 2020, um, I was really deep into Broadway Twitter, 
Um, I was a theater kid throughout high school, and it was around that time where I started really missing performing and really missing, um, you know, just doing theater, being able to sing, being able to act and stuff like that. And that really uh, hit its peak around February 2021. Um, so I was really missing my performance. My um, we did my senior year. I did Cinderella, and I was that was around the time where it hit its one year mark. And I was like, wow, I miss performing. And around the same time, my dream SMP fan uh, fixation was also at its highest. And I remember watching the Tubbo and Rambu talent show. And around the same time, Finley Doggist, who is a very famous animator, if, who you've probably heard of, anyone who's listening to this, um, he was a part of the project of Lamanbrick the Musical, and they got a little shout-out from Finn. And that's when the musical started blowing up, got a lot of interaction. I saw them on Twitter. Uh, I joined the Discord, and I realized, like, hey, additions are still up. And I looked at it, and I went, hmm, I have a Dream SMP fit, uh, fixation. I want to perform again. Fuck it. <laughs> so, um, I found the casting call. I have, I knew about casting call a little bit. Never understood how it worked. So it took me two days to figure out how it worked. And I got it. I sent an audition in. And uh, the next day, um, on the um, works on the community server, they put announcements like, "Hey, we're switching off casting call and doing Google Docs, doing Google Forms now." And I went, "Oh boy, that means no one's done it yet." So I was the first one to audition with the Google Forms. I auditioned for Dream because um, there was only a few roles left. I was one of the last voice actors casted for Act One. There was only um, Dream and Sapnet left, and I went, "I want to play." lead no i'm just gonna hang out and support this project from a distance but i want to play dream i want to be a lead let's go <laughs> so audition for dream um the day after i got my call back and that's how i really joined in um joined in as the as a voice actor for dream and it's been a crazy ride since in the last year over a year now actually jesus it's, it's so crazy because there are you know, you know how you have like cliques at school because I, I I'm only seventeen, so I'm obviously still in school. Janie, you're in college. I uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you, I mean, like there's still cliques in college, man. <laughs> I'll <don't laughs> be honest. Well, yeah, I know. You, you know, like the you know how it works. Anyway, and there is just like a corner, which is where all the all the Dream SMP nerds congregate. <laughs> <laughs> And they all, that's their little den. And it was so strange that one day one of them came up to me and was like, is this you? And span their phone around and it was the musical. And I was like, what do I even say to this? Because oh. if I, if I, if I say, <laughs> if I say no, that would be one of the most stupid things I've ever done. And if I say yes, I'll be grouped in with them. No. <laughs> 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 got it, the social status of L. He got to protect what? the social status. What social status, man? But uh, <laughs> but I, I I said yes, and it was me. But I think that's so mad. How someone recognized me from my voice in a animatic online musical about Minecraft roleplay. That's so silly. But yeah. I, I'm sorry, I kind of just derailed your entire answer there, Jamie. Oh, but... that was that was like literally like that was perfect. I mean, 
I'm lucky to not have gotten noticed because I don't have a lot of friends, but the few friends I have and I've told about, they're like, what do you mean it has nearly 500,000 views? That's insane. The number yeah. is still, still, like, I, it has not hit me how big of a figure that is. 500,000 nearing, like... That's a lot of people. <laughs> I think that is the, a lot of people. I think the amount of people on Spotify is kind of crazy as well, because then yeah. that means they're not even in it for like the visuals, which the visuals are insane. But what is, I'm looking at Spotify right now, almost 3,000 monthly listeners. Monthly? 3,000 monthly listeners, oh, 28,600 listens to Loverboy, almost 28,000 on Welcome to the SMP, almost 30,000 on Bruin. Like, so, like, people like the music. Like, not even part of the dream is it. People listen to this, and that is insane. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally not a monthly listener, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. man. Like, okay, okay. Do you really, for a second, you think this music's good? God, it are is. you in store for what's next? You are I... in store. I, I, it's horrible because I hate listening to my own voice, but the songs slap when I'm in them. But I, like... <laughs> no, exactly. Like, welcome to the SP. It's a pretty good banger, but I hear humble and I go, <gasps> how, how do I ethically listen to Loverboy without listening to me singing it? It was TikTok the other day with a person using Ruin. Oh. Did yeah, that's right. And I just put in the comments, well, that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> I like anyway. how you do that all throughout YouTube. And, and Oh, open TikTok. That's not what I wanted to do. I, I do that everywhere. I don't say explicitly. I'm just like, wow, this sounds familiar. Why, why have I heard this before? <laughs> <laughs> so um, this one is a question for Janie. Um, what inspired you to start, like, composing your own music and stuff? Okay, Elle, you're actually involved in this one. So, um, a couple weeks ago, so Elle and I have a friend. Uh, his name's Maury. Um, he is an animator, and he is a former um, artist for the musical, but uh, has moved on. And he was doing a little project of his own. And um, Elle's a voice actor for that, so Elle was asked the voice actor, acted. The series is called So Once Was I. And he had a little um, animation he wanted to do. And I've been a music major. I've been a classical pianist for 12 years. I have um, been playing piano. I've been doing acapella arrangements throughout high school. So I have familiar with writing stuff and arranging stuff. However, Maury came out to me and was like, Hey, my project is due in two weeks. Can you and Benji, <laughs> one of our mutual friends and our Sapnai voice actor, can you and Benji write 12 minutes of original music? Thank you. This, so Benji just, and I, yeah, the, the like the deadline. It was because it, it's it's for an animation class with a with a what's his name Ethan Ethan Becker Ethan Ethan Becker. So Ethan Becker was holding an animation class. Maury had signed up, and yeah, he just needed music in two weeks. So that really got Benji and I. It's like, all right, we're both music majors. Garage Band, go. So. <laughs> After that, literally, Benji and I spent the next two weeks, whenever we weren't working or doing school, just relaying ideas back and forth, writing music, redoing it, lining it up with the animation and the boards and everything. And it turned out awesome. Um, there's a trailer on Maurice. So, haha, we're going to self-promo that. So once was I. Just 
it's pretty cool though and l is a phenomenal voice actor like i know l you've talked about like not wanting to be just the wilbur soot <laughs> voice actor and l is a phenomenal l is so freaking talented it is not fair shut up man <laughs> no you are not only can you sing super well l's also a musician l can play guitar really freaking well um you'll hear it in the next chapter of La Musical actually and oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we get that. that's yeah <laughs> so but that's what really got me into writing music and ever since then I've been like a serotonin follow the serotonin I really like the writing music let's just keep doing that so I've been doing that now just practicing just trying to build up stuff or whenever so yeah I saw that both of you did stream. Used at least you did streams at some point, right? What <laughs> got you guys into streaming? I I think most of this generation has grown up on like YouTube stuff. Like I I think it's pretty safe to say that everyone had a favorite YouTuber when they were ten or eleven, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my Minecraft has been a, a a huge part of my life. I've been playing it for what eleven years now. How old is it? Yeah, eleven. <laughs> years. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, I I I got a new computer, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try and make YouTube videos. Me being a naive, like twelve year old or whatever, and they suck. <laughs> I I have them on a hard drive somewhere. They're not on YouTube anymore. Actually, one one is, and if you can find it, I will. Like it's it's yes, it's it's out there. I'm not telling you anything about it, but if you can find it, (laughs) yeah, this is a challenge. (laughs) Yes, I have a platform. L. Oh wait, no, you do. (laughs) Okay, maybe don't do that. Manager time. But yeah, everyone's made cringe YouTube videos, and I was like, I'm gonna make my own cringe YouTube videos. So I, 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 I have a YouTube channel right now. I post maybe every two months. It's just goofy videos, and every so often I just stream because I like the, I like the idea of going on a call with someone and playing a game, but um, like and streaming it to them. But then I thought. Why don't I make money off of it? So I did. And there we go. <laughs> so my answer is money. <laughs> no, my answer no, is I... peer pressure. <laughs> no. <laughs> there we go. No, I, I, I like just making things. I, I'm going to university to be a sound engineer. So I, I just like the idea of making stuff. And a good way to make stuff is just broadcast yourself. That's YouTube's old tagline, I think. And just... Make, it, it, streaming and making YouTube videos is obviously a good gateway to get a platform. It's what both Dream and Wilbur have done. They both made YouTube videos, then made music. I know cringe YouTuber music isn't real music. Of it. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but it's... I don't know. I, I, I'm a fan of making things. I think that that's my answer. I enjoy making things and showing them to people. I I typically... And I follow the serotonin, and most of like what I find enjoyment is hanging out with friends. So I mainly got. 
I mainly got into streaming because my uh, I had a couple friends on Broadway Twitter that were also into Minecraft, not um, Dreamus and Peter and stuff like that, but just Minecraft in general. Um, one of my friends, Bree, um, uh, Bree Afraid on Twitter, um, they they were like, "Hey, what if I made a Minecraft SMP with lore?" Because around this time, that's when like you know Dreamus and Peter was really popping off, and everyone's like. Make an SMP with small Twitch streamers and do lore off of it and get really big. And that was like the huge thing back in like late 2020, early 2021. So, oh, yeah, that was the plan. The, the SMP never went anywhere. We had one stream, but that was like what pushed me to like, all right, what if I start like trying to make content, trying to stream? So I did a couple streams, but my laptop cannot handle it that much. So I knew that. So I wasn't as active. But for content creation for me, like, again, it goes way back to 2010, 2011, 2012, when it's like, wow, I have a dream to make YouTube videos. Wow, this sucks. <laughs> because I'm 12. Do you, have any, do you have any cringe Minecraft videos? It's not Minecraft videos. I was a oh. Dan and Phil kid 2015. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was part of that fandom. So I had videos I, that were mimicking those, like, talk to the camera and be funny vibes. Those are all did, private now. It's all the same YouTube the, channel. Did they have the Kevin MacLeod music in the background? Yeah, it did. <laughs> One of them did. One of them did. That was... But I, I, it takes a lot of effort for me to, like, put the effort in. And I just get burnt out so if I move on so quickly from one thing to the next. La Musical is one of the few things that have I've kept up with for over a year, which is still insane to me. But yeah, for streaming though, I'm I still like every once in a while, it's like what Elle was saying. I like the idea of just like performing, doing something for someone. Um being in front of a camera, being in front of a microphone, being able to present yourself as someone way cooler than you are. That's it is a super weird and strangely relieving feeling to be able to act. And not just act, but present yourself in a way that people want to keep seeing. And streaming allows me to do that. Like, I was I, I, I was telling you guys, um, me in front of a camera, me in front of a, uh, a recording is a very different version from when this mic turns off. Um, but mm. it's still me. It's just I'm way more, to, I am a lot more to handle, but I, I enjoy I, it. I think you're, 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 you're like a, a, a stage performer, aren't you? I am. I'm an onstage yeah. performer. I've always has been. I, I don't have much of a stage presence. I'm, believe it or not, a very shy person. But <laughs> yes, you I, are. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Like streaming and both voice acting and all all that kind of stuff is like putting on a show and performing, but without the pressure, you you don't see the people watching you like you would on a stage. Right. Like I I've been in shows. I've I've been in I've been legally blonde. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know, um, Paulette's ex boyfriend. <clears throat> that was that was me, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I think stream streaming is like putting on a show, but don't not not having to see everybody looking at you. And voice acting is like acting, but without seeing other people looking at you. It's it, they they 
fall into the same boat, I think. Fall into the same boat? What? They <laughs> fall into the same umbrella. There we go. Yeah, like, that, that... we both come into this with, like, two very different, like, outlooks on, like, why we do things. Like, for me, it's, like, another, it's another, um, way to relive what I want to do, but just slightly less performative. And for you, it's the same thing without having to feel the pressure of what performers do being in front of the audience, which, you know, that's, I think that's actually, like, hearing that now, that's really freaking cool. Yeah, that, that we've both ended up doing the same thing, but we're from the opposite ends of the spectrum looking right. for the other end of the spectrum. Right. So we've just met in the middle. That's such a, uh, what am I on about, man? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. That's so cool. Yeah, so I think that answers the question, yeah. I think. <laughs> right, so for people, listeners who want to go and they want to start their own project or voice act or make music or whatever, do you have any advice for, for those people? Throw yourself at every wall possible. Like, if you see a project and it looks interesting, just... It, 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 this is specific. If you're into like voice acting or you want to do art for it or something like that, just go for it. I've been rejected by a lot of audition things, but each each rejection has come with you could have done this, you could have done this, and like if you get the job, that's perfect. But if you get constructive criticism after you don't get the job, that's even better because you know how to tackle the next one even better than you just tackled the previous one. So that that that's how you get into any project. You just keep keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep throwing yourself at any opportunity. There you go. That's what I do. And that's what really what I was going to say, throwing yourself at anything and everything and you see an opportunity that is presented to you to try something new or improve on what you already know. You take it. Like for me, it was just going to voice act. It was voice acting because, like, I want some acting practice and I want to perform a little bit. All of a sudden, it's wow! I actually have to practice the songs. Wow! I have to practice my acting. Uh, now I know I need to learn how to record. Now I need to learn how to write music. Now um, I'm producing multiple projects. Now I'm doing social media managing. It's learning and growing and learning and growing and using those skills to find more opportunities. And before you know it, you'll find yourself. Being successful, and success is so fluid as a term because success comes in so many different forms. And you can have multiple successes, but alongside you'll have so many failures. But like I was saying, every failure is just a learning experience. And as long as you have the strength and that courage to get up from that and be better, so you're ready to tackle the next opportunity i think that's all you really need 